Good afternoon. Thank you for joining today's market brought to you by Cargill Elevate. I'm Jill Adelsberger and I'm joined by Joe Christensen today. Joe, it looks like we've got some red on the board today, which is not real exciting. And I know yesterday Tyler covered quite a bit about beans. So let's focus mostly on corn today and just give our listeners an idea of what you're seeing in the corn market. Yeah, well, two-sided trade in corn today. Uh, corn was certainly helped out early by a stronger wheat pit. I think wheat was up as much as 10 plus cents, depending on the pit, uh, early in the session, but gave up a lot of those gains as, as time went on. And and eventually corn was really pressured lower by, by beans selling off and not to dwell too much on, on beans again, but uh, we did see beans end up closing down 12 to 13 cents. Uh, I think Tyler spoke a little bit about this yesterday, but again, just large supplies out of South America now getting harvested, being felt in the market, and prices have been going lower to try to find some type of demand or ration additional supply coming out of the market. And uh, we are certainly in a price discovery phase with prices moving lower, wondering where is that trigger going to be for the demand. And I think with, you know, the pressure on, on beans, certainly we saw that spill over into corn and it has just been a relentless march lower on corn here as we gave up another five cents today. Obviously, in addition to, I think, kind of just the negative technical picture and, and you know, growing stockpile and supply situation that we've talked about, certainly think there's probably a little bit of positioning with funds and managed money positioning here ahead of, of March expiration and first notice day um, and knowing that there's probably still some, some grain that needs to get priced against the March contract. So that's kind of an anchor weighing on the market here short term. And I think we might need to get that March contract off the board or at least through that that first notice day uh, of the delivery window, you know, before we can maybe find a little bit of relief here uh, in terms of, of corn maybe being able to stage or find some stabilization and, and, and maybe stage a rally. We've been hearing a lot about the funds being so short and potentially there could be something that could trigger them to go the opposite way. But with a 2.17 billion bushel carryout looming and a lot of farmers sitting on a lot of grain. What's your opinion on that giving us any sort of boost or timing on when they might be able to look for a rally? Yeah, well, it's a good call out. We've talked at length about the funds and their position. And, you know, I think by all due respects, they are, if not at a record, they are very close to a record short right now. But offsetting that short is, you know, a, a record long by the producer category. So, uh, you know, U.S. grower and the South American grower still have a lot of corn to sell. And we certainly expect that to temper any rallies. But, you know, I think our guidance, our, our, our view on that, Jill, is, is that, you know, we know growers are, are looking at this market, wondering what to do for, for next decisions. We have just had the funds sell in excess of, you know, probably 225,000 contracts of corn. So if you are in a comfortable position, we're certainly leaning towards the side of, of being patient here and waiting for some risk premium to enter back into the market. Uh, whether we get that from an issue with the Brazil safrinha crop or potentially the U.S. growing season, you know, remains to be seen. But but hopefully we can see something enter again and put some risk back in the market because certainly view that there's very little risk premium today, and, and today we are lacking that catalyst to really spark any kind of buying or, or risk coming back into the market, but we know that we still have to 
make crops in both Brazil and, and the U.S. going forward. So, you know, that's kind of our view and, and wait for that. You know, I, I do think even with a big wave of, of fund covering, given that the producer still has to sell a whole lot of corn, you know, it's probably going to limit any potential rallies, like certainly see it difficult for us to get back up to a $5 type of level. But, you know, can we rally this market? you know, potentially 30 to 40 cents, two to three months down the road. Absolutely. Right. And, and certainly at $4, I think we'll, we'll see some good support here in the core market as well for producers that are a little bit behind and, and need to make those sales for cash flow. Certainly recommend having something with a, with a much tighter stop, maybe something closer to 430 in, in the May, just to try to get that sale off and, and buy yourself a little bit more time and afford yourself to be patient uh, to see if we can't get you know, that catalyst or event to, to trigger some buying and potentially a short covering rally somewhere down the road again, both with the Brazil and U.S. growing risk periods ahead of us. Yeah, it certainly feels like this is going to be another one of those years that right when Brazil needs the rain in April and our farmers disappear to go start planting and the grain flow stops, that's when the opportunity seems to come. Yeah, it's it's just hard to say, but I mean, the markets have been heavily sold. You know, corn markets are certainly short term, very oversold here nearby, you know, due for some stabilization or some type of a bounce. And it just depends, you know, if we get that event to, again, change the mindset and momentum, because it has been very bearish for, for quite some time. We've been on this price kid really since the middle of October. We haven't seen any kind of post-harvest rally or any kind of risk premium get put back in the market. I suspect that is going to have to change at some point, but right now there isn't that, again, there isn't that trigger and, and the funds are more than comfortable here sitting sitting on very sizable short positions for the time being. All right. Well, thanks, Joe. And for our full-service Elevate subscribers, be on the lookout tomorrow for our first video update of the Elevate program. We're going to go through our current position, current recommendations, and what we're looking for going forward. And to our listeners, thanks for tuning in, and we will be back with this podcast Monday. Have a great weekend.